If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I am going well, Connor. I've just eaten a spice bag before the show started and... Let me, I'm, I'm glad we do this over video because I am. He's not the most powerful man in Ireland currently. <laughs> I, am just, I am full of energy, but, and yeah. I'm like Goku in like final form at this point. If, uh, and is, could you explain a, sp- a spice bag oh, to anyone who doesn't understand? Can I explain a spice bag? What I, th- there's no better man. You have chips or fries, yeah. depending on where you're from. Uh, yeah. You throw in just some carrots and onions and. Just Some vague peppers. veg, but it's it's probably frozen. Let's not worry about it. Probably frozen. Now I get my spice bags from a nice place, Connor. <laughs> and then I'm here, getting mine from the dumpster. <laughs> you're, you're getting the leftovers of other people's spice bags. <laughs> yeah. The uh, but then you have uh, the 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 king of the whole spice bag, the salt and chili shredded chicken. Uh, oh. Just to add a bit of crunch and texture. Uh, and I mm. will say, salt and chili tofu also quite nice. So, Talk spice bags are inclusive of all diet. I've, I love a bit of tofu, Connor. I'll cook you tofu I've, someday. I've I've regularly, actually, recently, now, because we're all locked out, so nobody's going anywhere. Yeah. So now when we get takeaway, I always look at the veggie burger. I'm always just eyeing it up, thinking, you know what? Live life on the edge. Yeah. Might not get a big beefy one. 
might be healthy with my takeaway choices. <laughs> Can I have a veggie burger and a load of chips and salt and vinegar on the plate? <laughs> and make sure they're covered in grease. Just covered. <laughs> um, so this is weird news, Sean. We don't just normally talk about takeaways. Um, is it, no, we this is do the Spice Bag Review show now. <laughs> How what <laughs> go through each chipper in the town one by one? <laughs> we end up four stone heavier after a week. <laughs> so this is weird news show. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read all of those stories out to me, a man who's been too busy munching on spicy bags yeah. to look at weird news. Yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you just to maybe slow down, maybe even just like five a week. No, Con- Connor. How do you- I- look, Connor? I've had some gains recently. <laughs> but like not like gains is in like you're a tank now gains is in like the other way no no i'm cultivating mass and then it'll spread to my muscles that's how it's gonna I've work gained, i've gained diabetes <laughs> recently that's I've the gain gained I've a made. warning letter from my doctor <laughs> said you're gonna die <laughs> um so shall we're starting off this week with um i have the words chainsaw massacre at the start of this, right? Okay. Now, n- normally on Weird News, we like to start a bit light and breezy. But sometimes I come across a news story that the headline does not necessarily reflect the... The seriousness of the headline is a lot more serious than what the story should deserves. Right, okay. okay. So it's, it's a chainsaw slaughter that happened. It's it's a chainsaw, absolute chainsaw. Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking of spice bags. Okay. Um, ch- chainsaw massacre. Um, as Surrey police hunt for phantom lumberjack, Sean. Oh, oh, yeah. I see what this is. Okay, so this is someone cutting down trees without permission. Culprit has struck up to 30 times in 10 days under the cover of darkness. <laughs> but it's not exactly subtle, is it? <laughs> if it's a, a chainsaw. chainsaw. <laughs> like, just listen for the chainsaw. Hang on, does anyone hear a chainsaw? No. Right, well, he's probably not cutting trees at the minute. Let's move 20 yards that way. We'll see what happens then. Ah, that's what he's waiting for, because when they move, he comes in and just quickly does the tree. <laughs> Has anyone ever set, started a chainsaw first time without, like, the several revs in between? If you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. There's a certain amount of swearing and bad words that has to happen in the middle of each chain pull. Police are hunting a mystery tree feller who has cut down dozens of trees along a particularly picture, picturesque stretch of the River Thames in Surrey to the consternation of local residents. <laughs> How dare he? How da- he took our trees. This is, where, this is where this show can come into its own, Sean, because I bring a story to you, because I want you to get into the psychological... Why is this man decided that 30 trees in 10 days... Also, as an Irish man, 30 trees in 10 30 days... Trees. <laughs> Could have been 33 trees, we would have been fucked. <laughs> the 33 trees, by <laughs> um, 30 trees in 10 days. Seems like a lot for someone who's just doing it out of shithousery. That's true. So I think like there's other things at play here. Um, mm. Number one... Father was killed by a tree. That, that I was thinking he grew up in a kite factory. Uh, (laughs) he's half cat he's half cat all of these are plausible options possible look you can make a lot of spoons out of those trees Connor what if he's a travelling spoon maker (laughs) have you considered that he might be a travelling spoon maker they're the only three options that are available to the police 
Yeah, and look, we're not saying it's one of those options individually. It could be a combination of all three. Can I just read you the next line? And four words in, this is already the best sentence I've read today. And right. it says, the trees, all healthy. <laughs> it like one of them had like a disease that was slowly dying. Yeah, because like, there will be someone who'd like write into the paper and be like, well, let's hear them out. Maybe they were sick trees. It was one a of kindness. them had gout. <laughs> That one, he's he's essentially been dead for years. That's no quality of tree life. He's putting them out of his misery. He's chopping them down. Um, have been felled along a two-mile um, stretch between upmarket Walton-on-Thames and Weybridge. Everyone's favourite stretch between those two places. The motive, <laughs> though, remains a mystery, Sean. We don't know why he's doing it. We just know this is a very, very minor issue, but is also it just has a stench, just a weird sniff of shit housery that I'm kind of liking. Yeah, it's a it's someone. Look, okay, clearly it's someone who wants to get rid of these trees for their own reasons, and has not <laughs> presumably requested permission from anyone involved in the tree cultivating process. Hates paper. I can only assume. Maybe he hates paper. Maybe he's making some kind of longship to sail down the River Thames. What if what if he's going to attack Parliament? <laughs> but he keeps chopping them down and then leaving them there. So he never actually takes them away. Oh, he doesn't haul the wood away. No, it's he's just chopping them down. Oh, well oh, that raises further questions then. Mm. Um in mm, What Also if, go on. No, I was going to say, what if it's like... You remember that kite thing I said earlier? Oh, sure, how could I forget? What if it's like that, but there's one particular squirrel that he's looking for? (laughs) It's like catch the pigeon, but it's catch the squirrel. (laughs) Yeah, and he sees him in a different tree every day. And he's just narrowing it down. He's whittling it down, if you will. But he keeps attempting the same tactic of just chopping down the tree rather than doing anything else. He sees the squirrel and he's like, okay, he's in tree 47 today. Get rid yeah. of tree 47 that night. Then you see, oh, the squirrel is in tree 22. Mm. Uh, and then eventually you'll be left with one tree, presumably tree 33. And <laughs> then the squirrel is his. The squirrel has nowhere to go. <laughs> so you're thinking it's a battle with a squirrel? I'm just saying... It's the most likely solution. The next line, by the way. Now, I just want to really reiterate the fact that there's a pandemic currently on. One. Two. There's there's always murderers and muggings and everything going on. But the next line is, extra police patrols have now been set up to try to catch the perpetrator. (laughs) But we're going to announce it in the paper so that he knows to stop whom officers believe may be travelling in a small red car. Hmm. Hmm. Who could it be? Michael Caine in the Italian job, perhaps? (laughs) Postman Pat. Huh? Oh. Oh, the perfect cover. Is is, it... I was thinking, what it... Like, is he... Is it confirmed that he's using a chainsaw? Or is this dude swinging an axe to get these trees down? I think Axe is more intimidating. It is. The fact that he's done it 30 times. Yeah. Like, it implies he knows how to wield that axe. 
the Elmbridge Tree Patrol Facebook group, Sean, has been set up to report fellings, with more than 400 members angered by the senseless vandalism that is taking place. Oh my god. They have I a Facebook page, so now... Now they're very powerful. <laughs> oh, they're they're more they control the police at this point. They're going to catch them. It's, it's a resistance group against this absolute heinous human being. Yeah, and they like they leave around like little calling cards everywhere they go. Like they just put a sapling somewhere, and like that's how you know that the tree protection group has been here. They are posted, as we all know. There's a maniac going around Weybridge, chopping down trees, ruining the environment, the ecosystems, making everyone upset, said a message on the Facebook group, Sean. And I'm all, I'm very okay with the fact that he's obviously doing wrong, yeah. but I love that all the old people have joined the Facebook group thinking, this is the way we stop him. That's, that, look, in many ways, it's better than their resort to vigilante justice. Because I think that would go a completely different direction. <laughs> I mean, how do we stop him? You can't stop a man who has a chainsaw and he just cannot be stopped. No, but and, and the, the, the danger is here is that you try too hard and then he becomes like an idea. And you can't stop an idea in the public <laughs> eye, Connor. <laughs> this like is Batman. the end of the dark night. This is the end of the dark night. <laughs> He's more powerful as an idea. If you strike him down... Yeah. He'll become more powerful than you can like possibly three imagine. Three more of him will pop up, and then we'll Sorry, have no trees left. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> three trees. <laughs> Is that nine or a small forest? <laughs> it's, it can be both. Um, but I think, look, if you if you take him away, three more will come and take his place. Cilia. Silla, by the way, said four trees were cut down on Tuesday night. Four in one night. One of which blocked the road. When he heard the buzzing of a chainsaw early on Thursday, he rushed out, but discovered only council workers cutting up one of the already felled trees so it could be removed. (laughs) That's a scene from a movie. Yeah, and there's just a note stapled to the tree saying, ha ha ha, you'll never find me. (laughs) <laughs> Would, wouldn't it be nice if you caught me oh very good uh, you, you you guys might need to branch out <laughs> tree trees <laughs> is, is it a fo- small forest um, the canoe club has also got involved but that makes sense they want to get involved if, if there's uh, trees coming down well, I, sh- I think they should stick to the water where they belong Mm, exactly. Sean, I just wanted to cover this story because they started, remember, with Chainsaw Massacre. And it's just a story of a bit of a shithouse chopping down 30, 30 trees in 10 days. That's, yeah, there's been no massacre. Three so. trees a day is a lot of trees. It's a lot of trees to just leave on the side of the road. Like, you for could no sell reason. that wood even. Sell it for firewood, I don't. Like, do something with it. There is no reason for it. That's why it's gas. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean we're moving on to something else that there's no reason for oh. now something that we cover on this show and I'm not proud of but we cover um, sex dolls being married to men now Indeed it's an area we've gone before as we had a man who was married to his sex doll and then she broke and then he had to wait, go get her fixed and it was just a whole scenario right and I'm I'm, I'm wondering where this like little 
this little introduction is going to go in terms well, of Well, I've come across another man, Sean. Oh. Along the same lines as our friend um, Yori from Kazakhstan, because Mr. Um, this man, this is a few months old, by the way, I should say this is, I think it's probably February, but I've just come across it now, but man engaged to sex doll happily announces arrival of new family member, Sean. Yes, I hear some baby crying. Huh? What do you think? Okay, I can't decide... <laughs> One thing in my head. Is it weirder if it's a fake baby or if it's a real baby? (laughs) If it's a real baby. The question is surely, where did he get that real baby? If it's a real baby, a lot of people are going to stop playing with sex dolls. Because at that point, it's kind of like... If there's a fucking 1% chance, though. <laughs> if there's even half of a tenth of a percent chance. Like, I just need to be more careful. What And is it some kind of, like, android cyborg child? A man has introduced his new sex dog... Sex? Sex doll girlfriend. Did I say sex dog? You sex did. doll I girlfriend. I was just going to let that slide. To his family. And the pair are now happily engaged, Sean. Although we're not sure how... Yeah, as, as, what's that conversation like? My mom, dad, I've got someone I want you to meet. She doesn't say much. I'll go. I'll go get her. She's sitting in the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, continue. Um, and sorry. They, and they, even, they even had a baby doll together, Sean. Um, baby doll. Z Tang Rog, thirty six, lives with his parents, and now his silicone girlfriend, a life size doll, manufactured in China. Right. How do you reconcile the f- accepting that delivery, like with your parents behind you in the house? Yeah, I suppose it becomes the fact of like you have to have that conversation. Does she join us for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Are we still having them as a threesome, or are we also inviting her? And that's the thing because and the poor choice of words on your part. First of all, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> is that like. If, say, the son had moved his, his, his new girlfriend into the house with them, there could be some part of their minds that could just deny the fact that they were doing certain things under the same roof and that their little boy is doing this. Whereas mm. when it's a doll made specifically for a singular purpose mm. and you see your son take that into his bedroom, you can never have breakfast across from that doll. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> just the doll. I just pictured the doll unmoving, just in the chair, and the mother is just slowly eating her cereal, just staring at. And it's like a movie where it just keeps cutting between the two of them. <laughs> it's a single tear from the mother. <laughs> it just keeps getting closer until you're like right on both of their eyes, and you just cut to the mother's eyes squinting, and then you cut to the doll's eyes just wide and just unblinking, like glassy eyes. <laughs> Um, Z, who is from Hong Kong, said he found that he was attracted to realistic dolls 10 years ago. And him and his doll have been together since 2019, in which he devoted all of his attention to the tie which he fondly calls Mocky. Mocky, okay. Mocky. Like... We're about to mocky him. Go on. No, people can like what they like as long as they're not hurting anyone. That's what we've always said on this show. 
Yeah, I okay, fair enough. I'm I'm okay with that. But we were still quite harsh on Kazakhstan, man. Oh, that like it, it, it it's a bit odd, isn't it, lads? We can all <laughs> even himself. He'd probably say it that like ah, look, I know it's not a but traditional. Even then, even then, if you're having sex with a sex doll, okay, it's all right. That's a bit weird. But then you go, okay, I'm marrying the sex doll. That's where you lose me, mm. and I'm like, okay. And then you tell me another little wrinkle to the story. We're adding a child into this mix. It's now become a fucking drama. That's true. That is very true. And it's kind of fucked that you can get married to inanimate objects when some people straight up just can't get married. Uh, Mm. And this child situation. Was this another like Amazon delivery? Or (laughs) delivery. Nice. (laughs) But was it... Oh, honey, look! The Amazon box has arrived! Our son is here! It comes with a crib! (laughs) Now, here's the thing. This is where Z becomes a bit more romantic, Sean. Because he's been engaged... He got engaged to Mocky earlier this month in a ceremony attended by friends and family. How very lovely. But he added that he has never actually tried to kiss her, as he's afraid that his saliva's acidity might damage the doll's sensitive skin. Right. Right. Okay, let's process that for a second. Okay. Because I would make the argument that, uh, like, okay, first of all, it's probably made of, what, silicone or something? Yeah, Uh, I can only assume. Like, the, the shit you literally, like, put in an oven and is unbreakable basically <laughs> I would wager that if there's anything well designed on a sex doll well actually <laughs> there might be someone a bit more well designed to be fair <laughs> I think they're probably they're probably more designed in, in certain other areas that's true that's true but surely you would pay some attention to the mouth yeah you would, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> suppose like, so, if I was on dumb. the team, if I was yeah, on the you... task force. <laughs> right, lads, hear me out. <laughs> this is the local AGM. Hear me out, boys. <laughs> or, or, yeah, it's like an open like meeting that anyone can attend. It's just like, it did it in the town me, hall. Me and Heroes for Hire podcast. <laughs> Sorry, can I just really quickly ask you, how much time do you spend on the mount? Because I have great information that you don't spend a lot. That's uh, apparently, or apparently, this man spits acid. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's an X-Man. Maybe that's the thing. Because he says that he has had human girlfriends before, but he's only attracted to dolls now. As he claims that she, uh, real girlfriends, always ask him for something. But Mocky demands nothing from him, so she's easier to date, Sean. Right. Okay. Look, it's look. It's fine to not want to be in a relationship because you don't want to do anything for anyone. Mm. But like, I don't think, I don't think you can qualify that as a relationship because it's very one sided. <laughs> and he he said when me and my previous girlfriend were together, she was always staring at her phone. But with Mocky, it's different. She will concentrate and give me all of her attention. <laughs> She doesn't have much to give, I would think. <laughs> I don't think she's going to have too much insightful comments on, you know, political things. No, yeah, you're, and you're not talking about the finale of Game of Thrones together. No, because you'd be like, what did you think? Oh, 
speechless. <laughs> My gosh. I agree. <laughs> um, if I can rate Maki out of a hundred, I would give her one thousand. Ever since she came home and lived with me more than a year ago, it was never stressful. It's always happiness. And he says, people stare when he takes her out for shopping. But he said, she doesn't care and neither do I. (laughs) Okay, look, more power to you. You could just not take her out for shopping and just like, Mm. you know. Bring the shopping to her. Bring bring the shopping to her. Because if you bring her out for shopping, you can only carry one bag then. Because the other bag, the other arm is, I'm sure, is carrying her. Does she fit in the little, like, child seat that's on the trolley? <laughs> and they're, like, Just face to face. In. Just <laughs> yeah. stuff her in. <laughs> Just get the fuck in the fucking thing. Sorry, Sorry there, miss. <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> just an old granny walking past. You know how it is. Oh, she look. <laughs> it just sees, like, a group of lads, and he's just like, women, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, lads? Look at her. She's <laughs> fucking difficult. Can't take them anywhere. But, like, that's the, th- the thing, like, the thing I don't get about it, uh, the thing that would make me intensely uncomfortable if I saw someone just, like, walking around showing their sex doll the sights, is that I know exactly the express purpose of that doll, and I know what it's done, and I know what it's been through. <laughs> And I don't want that beside me as I'm looking at my Cheerios. What what do you what do you You're not his mother, by the way, I just want to make that clear. But what <laughs> um what do you feel about the new dimension that this story brings of they're involving a child doll in it? So he's gone out and bought a child doll to raise the child as his. I just it's I don't know really. It's in one way it's like I I I I, th- I think it's Maybe a little sad. Like, this guy clearly wants something and he's not getting it. Um, mm. But on the other hand, like, he's going to have way more difficulty shopping now because the child is going to be in the child seat this time. <laughs> he throws her in the trolley. She's just like, <laughs> like, the leg is just standing up over the trolley. <laughs> just like sack of spuds in on top of her. <laughs> oh, sorry, darling. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, I'm after blowing her up. <laughs> So yeah, um, we didn't really address the whole child thing because that honestly baffles me. Um, I wonder how long he spent picking out like the perfect. Because would he pick like the perfect option. child? Exactly. You don't get that option mm. yet. You you take it as it comes. So yeah, me and you were proof of that. <laughs> exactly. Our parents tried their best. Uh, <laughs> they tried to make perfection, and then we're nearly. They nearly got it wrong. So yeah, look, if it wasn't for the whole podcasting thing, they would have succeeded. Uh, but, like, did he, like, if it wasn't for this story. If it wasn't for this story, we would be the pride and joy of both of our families. Uh, <laughs> but look, if he looked through pages and pages and pages of Amazon, maybe looked at the best reviews for babies... I think that's an odd, <laughs> an odd situation you have to put yourself in. Oh, three stars. I'm not taking that. I don't want Fuck a three-star baby. <laughs> I want the biggest, best baby of all time. Five stars. He's going to be a fucking president. <laughs> <laughs> president baby born. <laughs> so the, I just, we love love here. We and love so love. You're, and, but we would just want to talk about you know, these romances that pop up. I feel like this is becoming far too common that, especially in the lockdown year, that we've been seeing a lot more of these stories. That's true. And yeah, excuse me, maybe lockdown has something to do with it. 
but God, when the technology of all like when AI is invented, this is going to be a whole other discussion. Oh, let's not get started. We're all going to be murdered. I've seen iRobot, Sean. I know how it goes. Well, first we have to buy some Converse, and then an Audi. That's true. <laughs> yes, yeah. but but it's going to be and Shia is going to be there. Shia LaBeouf will turn up. Shia is an iRobot. Shia is an iRobot. Two thousand and four legend Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> God, 2004 to 2008 was a great time for Shia LaBeouf. It's just a great foursome of years. I'm telling you now. <laughs> he was doing even Stevens on the side, John. Oh, my God. He, that, what a man. What a man for that brief period of time. And I'm not sure how we, how we feel about him now. I think he's not good. <laughs> no, I think he's back. Is he back? Yeah. I've I, I seen him on um, Hot Ones. And he was, he was quite good. He seemed nice. Did he? Okay. Yeah. If he seemed that's nice like, on Hot Ones. That's, that's all I can tell you. I don't know the man personally. <laughs> that's um, fair. So, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and we're going to Norway. As, Norway? Um, as, we, as we mentioned, there's a whole little global bastard going on right now, and that means that there is quarantine, and there are borders, and all sorts of other stuff we don't want to get into. But mm. what we've seen in this show the last year is unique ways of overcoming said borders to try we, to yes, get we away a, with it. To get away with it. We had a man who tried to jet ski to an island from Scotland. Um, mm. It should have taken like an hour or half an hour or an hour and it took him eight hours or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for love, though. It was for love. Yeah, which makes it fine. You can break the law mm. for love. Anyone knows that. Norwegian caught trying to dodge quarantine by skiing over border. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, like downhill skiing kind of deal, like with with skis. Oh yeah, no. I'm assuming skis. He was skiing with skis. I look. I filled in that gap without having it explained to me. But I'm sorry that you had to have that. <laughs> Shut up. I was trying my best. You could have water skis, Connor. That's an option. You could. But you could. Um, a Norwegian isn't all skiing water skiing, technically. Uh, no. Some okay. of it is on snow. What's snow made of? Uh, fuck. <laughs> He's trying his hardest not to give it to me. I, I, I really don't want it. I really don't want it. But I, um, I, would argue snow and, I, I would argue snow and water are... Not not fundamentally different thing. Ah, oh. fuck you. you know, well, I would say saying. fundamentally they're Shut fairly up. close. <laughs> You're a prick. <laughs> Boom, science. <laughs> um, a, Nor- a Norwegian returning home tried to evade quarantine rules by skiing over the Norway-Sweden border, but the attempt did not end well, Sean. The 50-year-old man had to be rescued after he ran into bad weather. He was later handed over to the police and now faces prosecution, emergency services have said. That's pretty shit. He, surely you would look at the weather forecast beforehand, though. I mean, you would, but also he's just determined to get out. That And look, I, I get it. Everyone wants to get home. I think what the mistake this man made is that... Cause I know you can do like cross country skiing, which is just like walking with skis on. Uh, he should have jumped it. So he was doing the cross country skiing, but yeah. he was going basically over a mountain 
instead oh. of going across the border because he wanted to return to Norway to get hold of some documents and then return to Sweden where he had a work in progress. Oh, he so was he's currently up in to make Sweden. this trip twice. He was, he was in Sweden and he was like, I have to go home to Norway to get stuff and then come back to Sweden. Now, unfortunately, um, to get under Norwegian law, the man would have had to test it negative and then spend 10 days in quarantine in a hotel, yeah. having come into the country, which makes sense. But um, he decided that he didn't have time for that kind of stuff. So he was going to go the long way around, which was 40 kilometers or through a village over some mountains. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, in what, how precious were these documents? To like that he needed to do this. It could have been as simple as like he had work in Sweden and he was like, I need my I don't know, birth certificate or he needed some sort of leaflet or pa- paper that's like I'm eligible to work. Yeah. I guess and yeah, the, the the whole lockdown thing would have probably scuppered that. But I still I look and I like to think I'm a good worker, Connor. But mm. if I had the option between having to take two weeks off work while I mandatory quarantine for these documents you've requested, or walking forty kilometers over a mountain in a blizzard, I just gonna, I'm just going to tell you now, um, your your job might be listing shots, so just be very careful what your next line is. I would walk eighty kilometers if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine schmarantine. I'm coming back tomorrow, boss. I would put mine and everyone's health at risk. <laughs> I just love this business. Monday <laughs> to Friday, 9 to 5. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in all, I said it was about 40 kilometres, according to the rescuer, a rescuer based in Tidal, a Norwegian village near the Swedish border. But after about 30 kilometres, the skier got caught in bad weather and he had to be rescued by a reindeer breeder who then handed him over to two fishermen a few kilometres away near the lake until rescue services arrived. This is the most Norwegian story I've ever heard. (laughs) He was caught by a reindeer breeder and handed over to some fishermen. That's amazing. And and I'm I'm sure, like... Because imagine that conversation, because you'd have the reindeer breeder and your man was just like, oh, look, I, I need to get these documents. And the reindeer breeder was like, you nearly died. I'm going to leave you with yeah. these two lads and they're going to talk to you while the police arrive. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold and it was wet, he said, describing a difficult area with fairly high mountains. Apparently, it got into minus territory of like 20 degrees. So... He was, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but I'm assuming bad weather in uh, mountains in Norway mean that it's probably not livable <laughs> for a lot of other very weak humans like us who live in lower climates. Yeah, like I went on a walking tour in Munich and I think it was like minus six and I just about died that whole day. <laughs> so minus 20 is like unhurt. That, but, that's like... But, but, like, Norwegians and Swedish people, they're way tougher than us. They can oh, handle yeah, that cold way better. Yeah, you're actually hardy, like. <laughs> yeah, we're, so, like... We just like to pretend that we're tough because we deal with rain every so often. So, I mean, the idea is that he's like, okay, I can do the 10-day quarantine. Then he looks to his left and he sees the world's biggest mountain. <laughs> it's like, I can do the 40-kilometer trek in a day. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to the top of that mountain and there's, like, an even taller mountain. He's just like, I can take <laughs> the scene, crowd. <laughs> Shall I go for a walk? 
What is it? Minus 17. It's grand. It's lovely and a bit of a chill in the air. (laughs) Uh, Rescuers then handed the man over to the police for violating the rules. Um, The man uh, running, who's the the guy talking, said the man was pissed off and did not (laughs) apologise for what he had done. It's like, no, I'd fucking do it again. I don't care. Arrest me. (laughs) Go on, release me. me. Go on, release me. I'm going again. I need these documents. I'll tell you, I'll go home to my house, I'll grab the documents and I'll be gone. And you can go fuck Uh, yourself. Five minutes. It'll be actually five minutes, officer. Like, honestly, I'll be no worries to you. Do you want a reindeer? I I made some connections. (laughs) Made some connections? And the guy in the reindeer was like, I don't fucking know this guy. (laughs) But your man is like, he's always on the sale. He's just like, yeah. fish. You look like a man that likes fish. <laughs> I know two lads that are doing your fucking job. And doing an absolute worldy of a deal going on they're back there. Absolutely sound out, I tell you. And the two boys just behind them shaking their heads. He's <laughs> like sitting like the yellow fishing coats and everything like that. <laughs> um, what do you think of this uh, Norwegian man? Do you feel like... There could have been better tactics than trying to ski over a mountain instead of going over the border. Yeah, I feel it would be easier to like explain it at the border and just be like, look, I'm going to drive... Like, you could drive to the border and just be like, I'm going to drive to my house, go in, I'll be the only one there, and then come back. And then if that doesn't work, then... I then guess, mountain. Then mountain. Like, try something else first. Don't Go through the, the mountain. mountain. Dig, Dig through the mountain. Through the mountain. Exactly. <laughs> Make a new mountain. <laughs> Surely, okay. Hang on. If it, conceivably, if you found like a narrow stretch of water, you could yeah. cross from. What's geography? Hang on. Let me have a uh, look. What is this. geography? Let's, is let's geography? have a really deep, deep discussion here. Sweden and Norway. So we're looking. Look, Connor. I know Scandinavia as well as the next man. But now, the thing about is, <laughs> clearly, if the next man has never been to Scandinavia. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking because we have Sweden here I think you could quite easily get um, here we go this this is where he overthinks it and then he easily says yeah this is really easy to do by looking at a few Google images but go on Sean what you do okay first off you're going to Gothenburg that's what's happening here Uh, okay from there you're off to Vrango Island oh that's yeah. a great name of an island, by the way. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Vrango Island, straight across then, you'll reach port in Oslo within the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask how? Oh, jet ski? Jet ski. Jet okay. <laughs> so you're, you're back to skiing for that water? Yes. Now, look, the, the other options, if you want an even smaller route, you go from Stromstad to Sveinsund. Okay? For God's sake. Now, yeah, okay, right. Uh, fuck! I'm I just, never going. I, I'm never going on a holiday with you. By the way, these these navigation routes are ridiculous. Go on. I've planned our route through. We're doing the Suez Canal, Connor. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> you just get stuck. <laughs> the um, the uh, the image of a map I'm looking at. That's oh yeah, that's how committed I am. I'm looking at a Google image of a map. Uh, yeah. The the title of the article is Nordic Cooperation Crumbles at the Norway Sweden Border <laughs> <laughs> from the Financial Times. <laughs> so that's good positivity so far. I would say so, yeah. So what, like, once again I think it just comes back to going through the mountain. 
going through the mountain. And can we stop off in Vrango Island on the way? Because that sounds... Yeah, of course. I wouldn't go anywhere else but Vrango Island. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, we're decided then. No, look, I think he's dedicated to his work. It didn't pay off this time, but he absolutely would do it again. He'd try it again. I think hang glide your way over. Like, get to the top of the mountain and then hang glide down. Interesting. Even a parachute would probably carry you most of the way. Though it is more visible, I would say. Yeah, but you'd have to have a big run-up to get the parachute out without hitting the mountain. <laughs> this is this is why I would immediately die if I ever tried You would immediately anything. die. You'd be like, I'm going to run a cutter. <laughs> like, there's no way you're going to outrun the mountain. <laughs> like, Sean, we're still on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you can't parachute from a standing start. <laughs> no, I'm base jumping. That's not what base jumping is. <laughs> Well, someone needs to tell him. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is... Sometimes you come across a thief that he captured a bit of your own heart. But also, he's an idiot. Because... Oh. Maybe that's why. Because I have Dorito truck stolen and then leads to pursuit by police. Dorito truck? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was he heading to Cool Ranch by any chance? <laughs> Taggy orange. Um, maybe he just wanted to let the chips fall where they may, Sean, is I what like this, this article has started with. Very um, good. Joshua Carp, 34, allegedly hopped behind the wheel of a Frito Lay truck in Oklahoma City and took off after the driver left it stopped at a gas station and went inside. Now, why this story is here is because they did talk to Captain Jeff Spruill of the Oklahoma City Police. And Jeff. Jeff is confused and he cannot understand what has happened here. Is this Jeff's because first day on the job? <laughs> no, he's the captain. But he just goes, I would love to know the motivation of stealing a truck that's very, 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 very easy to spot and doesn't go very, very fast, <laughs> said the captain. <laughs> Jeff has a career as like, in, like he has a background in like Grand Theft Auto. Uh, he's just like no if I was stealing that I'd have that resprayed I'd get it all done up NOS NOS to the gills I brought my NOS guys in case anyone needs it I bring one in the trunk every day just in case and then the backup NOS of course well I mean I'm not an idiot what happens if the main NOS dies one NOS is no NOS that's what I said what what happens if you're street racing and you already use up one NOS what if I have another street race later on in the afternoon that's it and or like in the middle oh so it's like a street race right and you use your first NOS and then your opponent is like great he's out of NOS and then like it's a straightaway just before the finish line and we're neck and neck and then I just like hold up a can of NOS and hold it out the window and just like crack it off the side of the car and off we go. (laughs) You hold it up, look at the guy out the window and then slowly pick up the world's smallest lighter and just start trying to light the end of it. Any fucking second now, boy. I'm going to go flying. I'm going to take off. And it just fires Um, through the windscreen. (laughs) Um, what do you think you're go- where do you think you're going with a truck like that says the captain following that the truck is emblazoned on its side with an image of a bag of Doritos nacho cheese flavour chips making it the easiest catch ever for the police to keep in sight as they tra- chased it through three counties Sean the chase, we- the chase went into 
crunch time in <laughs> Oklahoma, about 90 minutes north of Oklahoma City, where a car allegedly swiped a patrol car. Deputies then shot at his tyres, but he still kept going in his little Dorito truck. I'm looking at the truck, Connor. It's about, <laughs> if you ask me to draw a slow getaway vehicle, this will be it. Like, you know, like the idea is that even if he was on the outside and he's really drunk and he's thinking, that truck is full to the brim with Doritos. Yeah, he's going to, in his mind, he opens the door and Doritos, like, fall out. They're not in a package even, or anything. Even then, the getaway is still going to be clunky as fuck. Yeah, because, like, what a tr- look, a truck is known for its ability to haul large things, large distances. Speed isn't really the issue. <laughs> no, and so it's going to be hard once it becomes a chase with the police who are in actual cars, and you're driving around in a Dorito truck, which I can only assume is empty, because they don't just put Doritos free rein in the back of the truck. Yeah, like, yeah, like best case scenario, this truck was on its way to a major Dorito delivery. Uh, but worst case, it had just come from making said delivery and was empty. <laughs> Is there is there a sweet or um, a crisp that you or a chip I should say that you would be willing to steal to go to jail for? Oh, okay, steal? No, but I have chased a truck before, right? There's no way. What truck have you chased? The cream egg truck, Connor. Oh, for God's sake! So here, a ridiculous concept. Back in the day, right? I was maybe <laughs> last week. <laughs> no, it was maybe seven or eight, right? I was in okay. primary school, and there yeah. was a competition on the local radio in association with Cadbury's. So at Easter time, they had made the big cream eggs. Um, and you, what we had to do is that there was a truck driving around town, and if you saw the truck and got a picture of it... <laughs> and Oh, sorry. <laughs> that could have gone way creepier. If you see the truck, little kids, run up to it to get into the truck. There's chocolate inside. Well, no, it, it was a truck shaped like a big cream egg. Uh, okay. Uh, so I would have gotten inside anyway. But yeah. uh, it w- then you got a picture of the truck. We chased it in the car, like on the way home from school. Um, yeah. And so we got a picture of the truck. Who was in the driver's seat? My mum. <laughs> I'm disappointed at <in> her. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, say what you want, Connor. We got a load of free chocolate out of it. You did not. We did, yeah. How much, got- how much did you get? Like a big hamper. It had like mini eggs. You know, the little packs of mini eggs. And then like Easter yeah. eggs and cream eggs and everything. A load of Cadbury oh shit. We just got God. it. It was class. Oh my. It was. That seems like a, that's what changed you. And then that's... we. <laughs> the, like the day after then. Because like, that, that happened on the Friday. And then the Monday we had to do a thing in class about like, oh, right, about your weekend. And I was so. And you, over- you were in cocky. You were like, like cocky as fuck. Fuck all of y'all. But I got. I remember in my head, I was too overexcited in the moment and I couldn't remember the details. <laughs> so I did my best, but it was shit. It didn't capture the magic at all. Little Timmy had a story that was really insightful and beautifully written about going to the shops. And you had the. You were sitting there on a gold mine, but you couldn't get it out. It's just a, yeah, I had like writer's block and it was just like, because the more I thought about it, <laughs> in my head it was like, oh, it's, 
I, I, I just got chocolate. So I think, like, that was the crux of my story. Oh, I got some chocolate. But no, I hounded a truck until I got yeah. chocolate for free. Yeah, and I beat the man up. My man beat him up until he gave us chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he's in hospital now, but he's gave me a thumbs up and said, take the chocolate, kid. He said, you're Mr. Cadbury now. <laughs> you're Willy Wonka now, son. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story about chasing a truck. I don't know if you really answered the question of is there a truck that you would steal? Like, is there a truck you're willing to do jail time to to steal? Oh, uh, that Coca-Cola truck at Christmas? Oh, I see, I think that's too cliche. I think that truck never has anything in it. What about dreams? <laughs> Does it dreams? Do you love Coca-Cola that much? No, I don't actually like regular Coke that much, no. Why would you take that truck then? I, it's, fu- it's the most marketable truck. <laughs> Up yeah, but you're prime. going to jail. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm taking Bumblebee. I'm taking a truck. We'll just have Transformers. We'll hang out together. That you, sounds you good. You take Optimus Prime and never's like, he didn't even get any sweets. Yeah, but I got a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at me again, Timmy. <laughs> um, so, Michelle, we're going to move on. I just wanted to ask you, see, what truck... I want to know where your mindset was. What truck would you be willing to do jail time for? Because this man loved Doritos. That's the thing. That's true. Yeah, look, if if there was a truck with all of my dearest friends and family in it, that I'd steal that I'd skip that, that one. I'd skip. And go to the Coca-Cola one. Go to the Coke. And go to the Guinness truck. <laughs> oh, the Guinness truck. <laughs> My new friends. <laughs> um, so, shall we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is just a small story that I found very amusing, but it was a shocking tale, Sean. And oh. what's happened is that in a marriage, sometimes your partner can be lying to you. And it can be a very serious thing. And if if it goes on for a while, what can happen is it can lead to maybe a lack of trust, maybe a breaking of a bond. Okay. Because, Sean, I have wife furious after finding husband selling healthy lunch she packed every day to buy fast food instead no (laughs) oh that's actually heartbreaking (laughs) shock awaited a woman as she came to know that her husband was selling off the healthy lunches she was preparing for him daily and buying fast food from his office canteen instead with the money he made after selling them who was he selling did he, he did he have like a guy who would just always buy his lunch <laughs> so this is how he got found out by the way is great so the couple were planning to buy a flat together and so to do this they were obviously looking to save money as yeah. the man was spending a lot of money in the canteen at work and she was like we can save a bit of money if you don't spend it there and I we just do packed lunches we can save because we all know if you're buying lunch every single day and it's a fiver every day you're spending 25 quid a week yeah, absolutely. Whereas, like a a you know a bag of bread and some ham and cheese, and that's like five euro, and it'll do you for the week. Yeah, exactly. And so she decided she was going to start making his lunch at at home, and it would not only save them a lot of money, but also make him eat homemade healthy sandwiches instead of the stuff that's going on at work. Shot makes sense. Yeah, that's that's things love were, right there. Things were sailing smoothly until their plan hit a rock. Whenever the woman texted her husband, asking him if he liked the sandwiches she made, he wouldn't reply. Instead, he would ask her to make more than two sandwiches <laughs> to satisfy his appetite. Wait, 
So he had a series of people that he was selling yeah. to. Yeah, you may just give me 17 sandwiches. I'm absolutely I'm starving just, at work. I'm just putting them away, love. <laughs> the woman soon discovered the complete truth when her husband's colleague visited the couple. Though a colleague ratted him out involuntarily. We sat at the dinner table and his friend brought up the sandwiches I make for my husband and how delicious they are. <laughs> I thanked him. Then he said the price was also a bit much. <laughs> oh no. Oh, he's absolutely done this man in. She added that she was confused and asked him to explain, to which the colleague revealed that her husband was selling the sandwiches she was making for him and buying his lunch from a restaurant instead. They ha- and then they had to continue with the rest of the dinner. Like, the, the like <laughs> meet-up that they were having. What? She must have been furious. So she gets really angry. And it leaves her stunned. But the husband apparently says that (laughs) he said there was nothing wrong in what he did. As he wasn't technically spending their savings on any fast food. It's technically true, but... (laughs) Technically okay is never okay. (laughs) Exactly. Like, that's, that's not the point here. Is that like, no, she was making you a lovely lunch. Like, you didn't make your own lunch. Uh, Mm. and... She, and you just fucking sold it to buy fucking <laughs> chips. <laughs> this is not even a big story, but some across, sometimes I come across like a Reddit story that just makes me laugh about just how dumb it is. Like, this man has been running a side racket with his wife like, yeah, keep making those sandwiches. Yeah, I need yeah, another yeah. seven. Um, can I have seven, Can I have four um, egg and uh, just egg salads? And then could I have three ham and cheese? Uh, Tom does like tomorrow. Um, could I have just ham on a few yeah. as well, actually, please? And make two of those wholemeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Just perfect. two of those wholemeal, but I would like the rest of them on just white bread. Um, I, I like to change it up in between the hour of my lunch break, just to see what's going on. I, I eat several sandwiches an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, he would be putting on so much weight if he's eating that many sandwiches. Yeah, but that, that's but then like he's eating from the fast food, so like it's matching up, you know. You can't yeah, tell. No, exactly, exactly. Sean, what do you feel about this marriage? Can they recover from this heinous act? I think I think they can probably recover, but like that man is never getting that made from ever again. <laughs> no, even no matter what it is, it was like, can I have a cup of tea? Um, she's like, well. Is Tom here? <laughs> is, is he around the corner and I can't how, fucking see him? How much are you going to get for that cup of tea? H- how does Tom like his fucking tea? I'll make it for him. What do you want? <laughs> it's it's such a weird thing to do. Like, why did he think this would ever end well? No, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I just wanted to cover that small story before we moved into our final story of the week, Sean, of Weird News. That includes Mr. Florida Man. Have you heard of him? I have, I think, once or twice on this show. Now, Florida Man, he does a lot of dumb stuff. And so he did a bank robbery there last month. And why I'm covering this is because the news article has just completely just... Basically, they've taken a pot shot at him in the headline that they didn't need to. But <laughs> I like, I just like that they did it. And also, the crime itself is very dumb. So okay. I have... Florida man in oversized suit that clearly doesn't fit him. Arrested for bank robbery. (laughs) You could have just said man arrested for bank robbery. You gave too much detail. (laughs) 
Clearwater police detectives have charged a 39-year-old man with armed robbery in connection with a crime that occurred in February. Jason Morris, 39, was arrested Tuesday night and booked into the county jail. Detectives say he was the suspect who wore an oversized suit to rob the Wells Fargo um, bank uh, on February 27th. He implied he had a gun, demanded cash from the teller, and then left the area on foot, Sean. Okay? Okay, okay. And were his shoes the correct size, Connor? Um, I <laughs> did never say it. We don't know. But investigators were able to recover the suit and bag he had the money in from two nearby trash containers, and the DNA on those items matched him. They were also able to determine, to determine that he bought the suit at a local thrift store just minutes before the robbery, using a clothing voucher, with his name on the voucher. Ah, <laughs> additionally, additionally, he was seen taking a bus to the scene and from the scene. <laughs> Subtle, when you're robbing a bank. Subtle. That's what you need to be. <laughs> he arrived on a bus, went and bought a suit that didn't fit him, and then went and robbed the bank, and then was like, fuck, I may wait for the 550. <laughs> Just wait, <laughs> 5.37. <laughs> oh, oh, look, at least, look, whatever the bus cost me, I'm saving it by using my clothing voucher that I got for Christmas. <laughs> And he's just looking around like, whenever you need a bus, ha, ha, jeez, three of them arrive now in about 20 minutes, ha, ha, ha. You're after the bank, are you? <laughs> no fucking money. No money left in there. No money left in the bank, <laughs> I took it all. I know, I'm only joking. <laughs> I, mean, I know, I'm only joking, don't mind this bag that has a dollar sign on it. Don't, don't mind that, I just brought that in for the crack. <laughs> That's it's my shopping bag, it's poor taste, but I needed a shopping bag. So they said it was only a matter of time before we were able to track him down because he was really terrible at covering up his tracks. <laughs> They're just fucking digging into this, man. <laughs> Florida man, the police have just had it up there here. They're just like, this is so dumb. He arrived on a bus. He bought a suit that he didn't even cover his face in the video. He just bought a suit that didn't fit him with a card that had his name on it and his address then when he robbed the bank he took off his shoes and stuff and threw them in a nearby dumpster and then waited on a bus to go home there there was no sense of urgency with this man he had seen like gangster movies where they walk in in like tailored suits and just rob the bank and they own the police so it doesn't matter and he just thought oh I'll do that and then no, to be fair, he got away with it longer than I thought he would. In that he got. Do you to the think bus. that? Do you think that he got the suit because he had to dress up for the robbery? I think so. Why else would he get the suit? Because I mean, there's no need. Just go to the bank and do the exact same thing in your regular clothes. In your regular clothes, and you still get to keep that voucher afterwards. And you're actually not as recognisable. That way. That's true. Because if you're wearing the big suit, people will say, "Oh, it's the guy in the big suit." It's the big freak wearing the suit that's too too big for him. It's a big fucking idiot wearing the big suit. <laughs> that's just the headline. <laughs> Damn it, mom, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I curse the day I left journalism school. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of this Florida man? Do you think he was... Did he fly once again too close to the sun in his grand plans? I think he did, but like, I think it's unfair to like single him out as... The dumbest Florida man ever. I think, like, you're right. Like, they've just had enough. <laughs> they just... 
just in a headline, like, why do you gotta be so mean? You got the guy. He's an idiot. But it's like, this fucking moron. Look at him go. He's Everyone too big. Everyone point for- and laugh. If he only had worked out more, now he's in terrible shape. The suit doesn't fit him. Maybe if his mother loved him, then he wouldn't be robbing banks. <laughs> We have his mother on line one. What do you say, Susan? I don't love him. Thanks, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) I said I never fucking loved him. I fucking hate him. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, love. Talk to you later now. God bless. God bless. Yeah, he's not the worst, but he's certainly not the best. Um, So, Sean, I think that brings an end to this week's weird news. What a week of weird news. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? I would, Sean. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on the old Patreon page, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you're interested. Big shout-out goes out to patrons Waffles Loves You and says Protect Trans Youth, LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights. Kira Lawler, David Clark. Ed Ball, Joe, cool, 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 tight, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, Bernie, Raymond, my eyes, the goggles do nothing, ging, Roisin, Robbie Williams, a CGI monkey enthusiast, Halley, Ryan, Satron, Paint, Evanson, Sean, Sphere for a Head, Jameson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal Green, Anna, Maureen has the fry on Helmroos, and Lil Dicky, all we are saying is give peace a chance, and if you like it, have the whole pie, McGrew. Um, so thank you to everyone who supports us over there you're all absolute legends there will be a chat going up about Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes 3 and 4 that should be heading up on the Patreon in the next little while Um, and do be if you want to support show in another way you can go to the merch store that's linked below there's t-shirts and hats and hoodies and all that you can also also I keep forgetting to say this just tell one human being that we exist just the one, please. Just the one. I haven't said it in a little while. No, uh, and all... people have been telling multiple people. I don't like and, it. And we want we want to put a stop to that right now, lads. <laughs> don't tell I anyone. With... <laughs> I don't fucking deal with the fame, right? Don't be telling people. <laughs> I do this for the love of it, okay? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're on all the social medias. They're all linked below. You can email any questions to heroesfryer underscore at outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Lee. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.